Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes, and this afternoon I'm joined by Laura Bradburn and Kevin McCluskey. Uh, I was just saying, Kev, man of the match in that first half has to be Alan Stubbs. Eh? I mean, the referees have actually refereed the game properly. Oh, yes, whatever he said, excuse me, those comments that he made in that video, they've, they've worked, haven't they? He's got <laughs> in the head to everyone. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, Absolutely brilliant. Loads to talk about. I mean, in terms of our concerns before the game then, Laura, we had some concerns around the central defensive partnership, brand new kind of partnership between Scales and Lagerbielt. Um, I think both of the centre-halves have had a wee warning in that first half, but you take out the the uh, missed header that led to the first disallowed goal, Lagerbielt losing possession, which led to the second disallowed goal. Other than those two moments, those two centre-halves, I think, have been solid. Yeah, I think part of the reason that that, that has been the case is because um, I talked before the game about being concerned about the pressure that Scales would be under on the ball. Rangers haven't done that. They haven't they haven't pressed us. They haven't, you know, harried us in that way. So that's worked to Scales' advantage. And I actually think, never thought I would say this, but I think he's performed better overall than Lagerbielka. Obviously, Lagerbielka's had the the kind of high-profile situation where he was doddling on the ball. Yes, it was a foul. The the goal was rightly chopped off. But it came about because he was doddling a wee bit and um, not not just sorting himself out. But I think the pair of them have shown themselves to be more than able to deal with um, both um, Dessers and, and Ruth. And I think... You've been singing, you've been singing during that first half, Laura. You've been singing. <laughs> Have I been singing? You've been singing, huh? you sound a wee bit hoarse. You sound a wee bit hoarse. Oh my God. Yeah, no. Well, you see, the thing is, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sitting watching the game with my ranger supporting brother-in-law, so we're just shouting at each other the whole time. Brilliant. I, I can hear it. I can hear it in your voice. And you've got about three gallons of juice there to get you through the halftime bulletin. Um, no, you're, you're spot I, on. I, I mean... Call it juice, I. <laughs> Scales, he was a concern. And I, I was really... Um, loathed in a game of this magnitude, Kevin, to just go in on one player. Um, you know, Liam Scales is a guy that he's the only option for Brendan going into the start of loving. And uh, I was looking at that that chance in the first 40 seconds. I'm thinking, you've got to win the header there. Um, obviously, it was chopped off. But other than that, it, you know, he's come through, I think, really comfortably and confidently as well, Kev. Um, I'm going to disagree slightly. And think that I, I I think Rangers have targeted him and Taylor in particular in that 
left-hand side of the defence because everything that they've done that hasn't been a mistake from us has been a long ball into that channel. Um, I think on the ball, he's been decent enough scales. And listen, we've kept a clean sheet for the first 45 minutes in that hostile environment. So I'm not going to come down and criticise anyone, really, for that. I think I've still got my doubts about scales in general. But yeah, he's been all right so far. I think they have targeted him. But listen, in that first 45 minutes against that makeshift defence that we've got, Rangers created nothing. Every single chance that they got, it was either that long ball over the top, it was a mistake from one of our players, but not once did they carve us open. Not once did they play a through ball. The defence has actually been pretty solid. Um, and I think a lot of that comes from the boy on the right, Johnson. I think he's been excellent in that first half. He's that leader that we need when Carter Vickers isn't there. And I think he's helping the rest of them through that. But, oh my God, what a goal that was at the end from Kyogo. Absolutely unbelievable. The cat has gone. He's he's away. He's hiding from me. I'm not going to see him for the rest of the day because I screamed so loudly when that ball hit the back of the net. <laughs> what oh, a goal. Phenomenal. It was a phenomenal finish. And again, an assist by Matt O'Reilly. We'll get to him because it, for me, he's been the best player on the park. Um, Adam Harley's talking about Callum McGregor as well, who has come in for some criticism um, so far. Again, right back to what we would expect from Callum, orchestrating the, the pace of the game, picking the ball up, changing defence into attack transitions. Absolutely brilliant from McGregor. But I'm going to go back to a point that you made, Laura, about Lagerbjelk. Um, if I'm going to be in his defence, the, the view from behind the goal shows that he, he did dilly-dally, there, there's no doubt about it, but he's looked up for options there, right? He's on his right-hand side, all his weight's on his right-hand side. He's got Johnson, who is a dangerous, it's a suicide pass, it's a dangerous pass to Johnson, and then he looks up at Abada, and Abada's not looking for the ball. And I think that you've got to, as a, the right-winger, you've got to be screaming at that defender to release you down the wing. And that's why he's dilly-dallied and he's eventually lost the ball. So I, I, I think it would be harsh on Lagerbiel to go for him on that occasion, because I'm looking at Abad, I'm thinking, look, son, you, you've really got to show for it there. But listen, I, th- I think I think you're right. I think Abad has got to do more to show for it there. And I actually think as a team, we need to get Abad more into the game if he's not going to get himself into the game because he's got the beating of Sterling at left back, I think. Yeah. Um, and, he, and if we feed him more, then um, we could benefit from that. I mean, the... That's that's clear, but Lagerbielka, okay. And I did see him turn when the goal went in to shout, presumably at Abada or at, at, at O'Reilly or a, a host of players who could have been shouting for the ball and weren't. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if you're the person in possession, it's your responsibility to do something with it other than what, what he did. And I think that's got to come into the to the the calling as well. That said. Um, I'm split as far as that is concerned because I think on one end we got away with one there that they did chop it off, but on the uh, and I would have been furious had it been at the other end. But at the same time, you look at it, you can't give it anything other than a foul because he's been impeded. Okay, um, was it Dessers or Roof? It must have been Dessers. Dessers that, uh, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Dessers, he when he actually goes to make the challenge, okay, he doesn't come through him or kick him or anything like that, but he impedes him. It's the same as if he had, like, shoulder barged him or whatever. Like, he's he's impeded him and therefore it is a foul because he didn't touch the ball before Lagerbielke was put on the deck. So, yeah, um, one that I think, given history, 
I'm surprised we actually get given, but it but it was the right decision. Yeah, I know. I said that to James during that first half. I'm like, what happens when we get a decision we should be given is you're su- so surprised that you're thinking you've got you got away with one, and then you actually look at it, you think, no, actually that was a foul. We're just not used to getting it. Um, and also, the, the entire the entire Ibrooks crowd don't appear to know the rules of football either. But <laughs> well, listen, you, you've led us on to that in terms of the the atmosphere, and I think Kevin McCluskey's spoke about it, Laura, before the game. Um, I could feel it before the goal. I could feel it three quarters mm-hmm. of the way through that first half, Kevin, that they were getting on, on their players' backs. It was turning a bit hostile. They'll be feeling hard done by. When you're at that game, you're screaming for both of their goals to stand. And then they're probably screaming that Kyogo was offside, which he wasn't when you look at the replay. But they'll be feeling hard done by. They'll start getting on the Rangers' players' backs now, won't they? Well, they will do, yeah. And that's what I was speaking about before the game, just how important it was for us to kill the game as uh, I think I'd say kind of kill it as a spectacle. I don't think we've done that. I think we've just killed their attacking threat because I think we've made the game a spectacle. I think we've just we've been very very good in possession of the football. As I said, we've stopped them from having that opportunity to carve through us. They've helped us by not pressing as much as they should have, and they've given Callum McGregor so much time and space in the ball, and he's he's put in. The, a Callum McGregor type performance in that first 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. But you could absolutely tell there was points in that where like, they've expected to come out and blow us away in the first five minutes. If that goal counts in the first 40 seconds, it's a completely different story and we, we're we are not happy at halftime because I think we're going to be a few down. Yeah. Um, but the goal doesn't count. It's a mile offside. It's the right call. They've done nothing since then. The crowd has has not been able to accept that. They can't take it that they're actually in a proper game of football here. And when when Celtic and Rangers becomes a football match, Celtic win it. It's as simple as that. Put that on a t-shirt, by the way. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was saying to Kevin Graham, just leading into the transfer window closing, and he said that uh, in terms of deals being in the mix, we had hee-haw. I'm going to get that on a t-shirt as well. Mm-hmm. But see, when you're looking at the, the phases of the, the play, I was saying to, uh, to young James there, because James is in, but he's doing all the write-ups for full time. He says, you know, just... Look at it as three sections of 30 minutes. And for that first 30 minutes, Kev, you're going to expect him to be right down your throat. You're going to be expecting him probably to, to create the lion's share of the chances. Well, they did. They actually created two chances and scored two goals that were disallowed within the first half hour. And then, you know, for the, the, the final 15 minutes of that half, that's where you're going to, that's where they're vulnerable. You're going to nick a goal, Kev, because you've soaked it all up. I think Celtic were in control at that stage. When we come back out, their fans are going to be expecting them to come in again because it's opened the game up. And I think they're still vulnerable for that first 15 minutes of the second half. I think McGregor, like you say, has... absolutely are. And we don't need to change anything. If we just play the same way that we've been playing, then we'll we'll continue to be on top. But if you say that they had two chances, if they bone the back of the net twice within 30 minutes, both offside, Mm -hmm. we actually had the best two chances of the first 30 minutes. I think Kyogo's got one. Uh, I've got them written down here somewhere. I can't remember the first one. Is it maybe Maeda? Can't remember. And then Kyogo's one. Oh, they're both Kyogo, I think. Both the Kyogo. one where um, yep. McGregor plays the pass down the inside right of Addis cut it in. I think Kyogo's should do better. It's maybe just a wee bit behind them. But that was probably a really good chance that we've created. And mm. then there's the one where he gets the ball kind of stuck between his feet and then Goldson's back stops it on the line. If he could get the shot away earlier, he probably scores. But that's both before their their second disallowed goal. 
So again, right. like I say, their chances have come from a long ball over the top and a Celtic mistake. Our chances have come by playing football and carving them open. We can keep on doing that all day, I think. You're right, Michael McDonald. Paul, when will you start listening to me today? It's Kugel's Day. Uh, I, I'm glad it's Kugel's Day. Uh, let's talk about the goal. I mean, Laura, as, as Kevin said there, you're looking at those chances. I think the first one, uh, it probably was a wee bit behind him, but you know, you've seen him wrapping his foot around chances like that. It's the, it's the classic near post chance that we've not seen enough of this season, Kevin. We were talking about it last season up at Pataudry. You know, where the ball was getting fizzed into the front post and, and Kyogo wasn't getting there. And Posh Kogo spoke, spoke about it after the game. We've not seen enough of those kinds of balls going in. It's gone in and it's kind of got behind them. The second one, it looked as though he had too much time to think. The third one, Laura, you talk about teeing yourself up. And and by the way, it's an opportunity also to talk about Matt O'Reilly, who plays the assist with the, with the head. Matt O'Reilly has been outstanding in that first half. You see his defensive work. It's incredible. He's winning the ball in his own box. He's winning the midfield battle. He's up and down that that park. I can understand why teams are, um, you know, interested from down south. I can totally see it because he's a player that I think he's developing and he's going to go up another level. We can see that under Rodgers. Yeah, I think um, I think the difference with with O'Reilly, and and I mean he's been one of the only players who's had pass marks so far this season. But I think the interesting thing about him is. Yeah, he missed all those chances against St. Johnston last week and that is the marker we would have um, judged him by under Ange. But he's actually doing a lot more work in general, I think, under Brendan, yeah. a lot of the less glamorous stuff. The and heavy it's lifting. Why, yeah, and it's yeah. why, as as um, as Kevin said, um, Rangers aren't having a lot of success down that side because, you know, if you've got... Matt, Matt O'Reilly and Alistair Johnston down that side doing the amount of work that they're doing, they're going to close down a lot of the danger on that side of the park. Um, still would like to see him chip in with more goals this season. I do hope his chance taking improves, but you absolutely can't fault his performance so far in this first half. He's 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 doing a lot of the stuff that, in actual fact, you would like to be at the game to see because I think you struggle to appreciate it on camera. Um, but he's, he's, he's everywhere and... You know, he's made enough noises so far this season to suggest that he really is one who's enjoying Brendan Rodgers' uh, style of management. And given the ability he's got, um, you're only uh, too excited about where he can go with it because he's got all the ability in the world. If he's enjoying the way he's being coached, he's just going to use that to his max. Yeah, because he's a type of player, Laura. You just think that at this stage of his career, um, there's a lot of players that would jump at a chance of leaving, but he's looking at it a wee bit like a bad who's just signed a new contract. He's looking upon it as more of a, a medium-term decision. I'm going to work with Brendan Rodgers here. He's going to actually improve my game. Um, talking of improvements and, and concerns and all this, Kev, I mean, I'm, I don't want to be too critical after that first half because I think we played it brilliantly, you know, soaking up the pressure and then hitting them with a the sucker punch. Um, Turnbull's not really been in the game a great deal. But you said before, you don't want to change anything. You don't have to change anything. Uh, but Turnbull, for me, you know, if he's playing that number 10, he really hasn't unlocked the defence, has he? Yeah, he's probably been the biggest disappointment, I'll say, in the first half, Turnbull. Um, he's, he's not got the ball. I think I've got a note around about, well, just after 10 minutes that we've not heard Turnbull. And I could repeat mm -hmm. that note probably again after 20 or 30 minutes. He's not really been in the game. But Maybe what I've noticed a little bit as it went on 
is um, similar to what Loris has been saying about Matt O'Reilly. There's a lot of the unseen things that Turnbull's done today, or they say the unseen because I've seen them. The uh, <laughs> the uh, the off the ball things. Yeah, that's what I mean. So he's maybe not had the ball very much, but when we've been pressing and uh, the defence, he's come up and been the second striker. So we've actually had like a press the front four at times. And they don't like being pressed when they've got the ball. Goldson's not great in the ball. Suter's not great in the ball. So he's, he's done a wee bit of that kind of unsung work. But definitely when he's had the ball, he's been poor. He's not really, he's not really had it very much. So if I was to make a change at some point or at halftime, then maybe that's the one and you'd bring on home and see what he can do, even in that more advanced role, because he's got the bit more energy about him. But to be honest, we've controlled that first half. A lot more than anyone ever thought we were going to. Yeah. So if it ain't fixed, if it ain't broke, even if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Nice one. Right, the teams are back on the park, Kev. Uh, we've got a T-shirt out of one of your quotes anyway in the halftime bulletin. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for getting involved. 1,500 strong, absolutely tremendous turnout. Let's get back to the action. We'll see you at full time. Thank you to Kev McCluskey and Laura Bradburn for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. Network.